Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Murray from Black, Married, and Debt Free. And yes, you have heard correctly. Shira Murray and I have decided to step out into the podcast world to share with you some really, really dope content. For those of you who do not follow us on our YouTube channel, shameless plug, Shira and I are a 30-something millennial couple that paid off over $110,000 in debt in 2017. And we are passionate about sharing exactly how we did that with others. In this episode, Shira and I share how a $3,000 income tax check helped to spawn our real estate empire, how progress is not always linear, and the importance of running your race. We know you're going to enjoy this episode, guys, so just sit back, relax, turn this up a little louder than usual, and enjoy the Black Married and Debt Free podcast. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Murray, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira Murray. We're here for another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free podcast. And Shira, you know, I have a we have an interesting story, you know. I think we were talking earlier this weekend, you made mention about how you see people's journey. You don't see the journey. Say that again, Shara. I really like that. You don't see people's journey. You know the um remember that TV show Preachers of LA, he would say you see my glory, but you don't know my story. <laughs> yes, that is true. Well, really what I'm trying to say is you see people's success. There we go. And you see uh, what they've become or what they've been able to amass or what they've been able to build. And then you're like, you know what? I, I-, I want to do that. I want to do that same exact thing. But a lot of times there's a lot of luck involved. Would you call it luck, Shire? What would you call it? It's like the saying... Um, when preparation meets opportunity, then a lot of times people are able to succeed. So it's, I don't think it's totally luck, but you know, preparation is a big factor. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Shy. And the reason why this is, this kind of came to us, I don't know who we were. We were probably scrolling through our social media and you, 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 you see a lot of people who are doing big things and you shared a thought with me last week about this. Do you remember what that was? Yes, I certainly remember the conversation. And we were just talking about how sometimes you see people who are extremely successful. And sometimes people have the tendency to think that if I do exactly what they did, if I take exactly their steps, then I'm going to be like them. When the truth of the matter is you may follow all of the steps that someone else has taken, but that does not guarantee that you're going to have the same results that they've had. And so... A lot of times, folks will try to sell. Well, if you just do this, then you'll get this. Or, I did this, so anyone can do it. And to a certain extent, that's true, right? We were able to pay off six-figure debt on average American salaries. And for the most part, there were some steps that we took, and we were able to do it. However, everyone's story is different. And we don't need copycats. We need each person to write their story, to um, to really just figure out what the next step is. There are no copies of you, you know. So I feel that to try to be a carbon copy of someone else is not okay. <laughs> 
I think it's fine to admire people, to look up to people, but it's important that you see the greatness that is within you. And to also realize that I think it's great to have mentors. It's great to look up to people. But if you think that if you do exactly what they do and that it will produce the same results, that sometimes sometimes it's just not, it's not a realistic thought. We've, we have to fight that within ourselves. Even people who have done things, you know, there's always, well, what's the, the age old saying? There's always somebody who's, who's doing better than you. There's always somebody with more talent than you. So even when you've had a level of success, sometimes you see other people and you're like, man, I, I want to do it just like they did it. But there's really no carbon copies. But you know what the what really sparked that, Shire, was our story. When you look at our story, like how you said, we were able to pay off six-figure income, but it really started kind of organically. I mean, it started, y'all, it started with a $3,000 tax refund. Yeah, yeah. With a $3,000 tax refund, Shire and I were able to purchase a property at the right time, at the right price, and then our property value shot through the roof, which allowed us to then use equity in that home uh, along with us paying off that home we were able to use the equity to purchase more real estate yeah that's exactly what we were talking about that if we were to start our journey over today right with these high house prices with our incomes there's I don't want to say that there's no way because anything is possible but it would be a lot more difficult, right? So I think that no one really knows. I think that for everyone, that opportunity will be different. Like several years ago when we were purchasing our condo, we did not think that we would eventually use our condo to purchase other property. There is a time where the real estate market was so high, I did not think I would ever be able to afford a house. I said, I'll never be able to buy a house. But, you know, things just worked out to where we were able to get a house. And it's, you know, been a tremendous blessing. But along the same lines of when I was thinking I would never get a house, we all kind of know the story. Um, They start giving everybody houses. (laughs) And we even apply for a mortgage and we apply, you know, we qualify for, a pretty large mortgage. And I was like, I can't even afford this. And I knew I couldn't afford it, you know? So we just, we stayed in an apartment and then lo and behold, the market crashed. But I think that you, when you're in the moment, sometimes you don't know that this is really the moment or this is really the defining factor uh, for your future. So I think that one thing that I always ask Marcus is to really think about what season you're in. Because sometimes you have your eyes on other people and you think, man, I'm not where I should be. I'm not where I want to be. And you start, you know, feeling down when really you have a lot to be thankful for. You have a lot to be grateful for. You are doing some great things. You're not where you used to be. You might not be where you want to be, but you're certainly not where you used to be. So I think it's important that we realize the season that we're in. We did a video uh, on our YouTube channel about contentment uh, versus complacency. And I think where you want to be is you want to be somewhere in the middle, right? You know, you want to be content in the, in the fact that 
you're not looking to others and and feeling down about where you are uh but you're actually celebrating you know your success as well and, and celebrating yourself you know but at the same time you don't want to be in a place of complacency where you know you're just in a rut just like uh i can't i can never be uh shira so you know i'm just gonna ah uh, it's all good you know so I think that's a great point. I don't think you should strive to be someone else, right? And then the other thing is contentment. So, like, there's a scripture that talks about contentment and being content in any state, right? So, my circumstances will not determine whether or not I have peace within me because peace within me comes from something that's deeper and that something that goes beyond um, what my circumstances are. Okay. So that's one thing to think about. And some people will say, well, that is also a mindset. Yeah. So there is a quote on Instagram that we posted and the quote was, you have little power over what's not yours. And even in that quote, I think we attributed it to like owning property, but the reality of it is that there's a piece of you which includes your contentment that no one should have access to. A lot of that quote speaks to the mentality as opposed to the physical owning something. Now, you know, you can take it and use it as that as well, but you made mention of it also having to do uh, with your mindset. Right, and no one can take that from you. And I think we talked a little bit about, you know, slavery. You know, you you may beat my body, but you don't have my mind. Um, And I think that, so going back to what we're talking about for contentment, that's the mindset. You can be content, but we don't want you to be comfortable. I think that's what we're speaking to. You know, there's a time when we were on government assistance, you know, but I wasn't comfortable there. I was like, Lord, why am I here? But now I know I was really there, not just for me, but for someone else, because in order for them to hear my story and to receive what I'm saying, they need to know that I've been where they are. So don't be comfortable. Don't get complacent. And you don't want to get complacent because, you know, maybe there's more for you. Maybe there's more for you to do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sure, I wanted to go back a little bit when we were talking about our story specifically. And I think let's 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 give actual figures because a lot of times me and you we just kinda gloss over our story. But there may be someone out there who was like, Well, how what what, what did you guys do? So I believe the year was two thousand nine or it was around two thousand eight, two thousand nine, like Shire said, we at this point were were fair wait, Shire, we had been married for how many years? We we were newlyweds. We were newlyweds at the time and we were resolute with renting. We were like, you know what? We're just going to rent this two bedroom and we're just going to, I think rent was about $800 at that point. So we was like, okay, because the housing market was so high. It was during the, the, uh, uh, subprime mortgage crisis. And when everyone 
were was getting these these bloated uh, mortgages and you know home prices were just skyrocketing. So he was like, "Hey, we're never gonna get a house." And then the crash came and and the the economic downturn came, and I had coworkers that were buying homes. And I was like, "Buying homes? Yeah, yeah, Marcus, you should you know you you should look into it." So we thought nothing of it. Uh, fast forward, tax season comes around, so we went to a tax professional that uh, again a coworker told us about and he was able to get us three thousand i think it was thirty one hundred dollars in, in tax returns so he was like okay well let's 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 save it let's, well, let's, let's, let's let's do some things with this yeah but we had never we had never received three thousand dollars for no tax return our tax return would be like two three hundred dollars if you work for the irs turn this off okay I don't know how we got three thousand dollars. They might. How many years did they have before they'll come for you? Like I don't know. We never got that much money. I don't know what he did, but he got us three thousand dollars. And so we was like, you know, let's let's let's, let's put, put this away. Let's. Shara, what do you think about getting a house? And at that time, the prices were were coming down drastically. So we're in Northern California. We were able to get a three bedroom, three bath condo, sixteen hundred square feet for. $89,000. So our 3.5% down payment was roughly $3,000. I think it was a little more than 3000 So we were able to scrounge up, you know, uh, uh, the money for the down payment. And we hopped in this house, guys. And, you know, uh, as you know, the market has since had a great uptick along with the equity that was building in our home. Just because of the market, we paid the mortgage down. You know, we, we got out of debt, right? So we paid off our our mortgage so that gave us a really nice spread so before we knew it we were able to take uh, some of that equity and, and buy one property and then six months later we did the same thing and so you know like that speaks to timing like Shira said had we not done it then we don't know if we could have been able to amass the same real estate portfolio that we have now we would have had to be more creative or we would have had to figure out a different way so yeah, it's just it's just wanted to kind of give you guys some motivation there and give you guys some figures since we, we very rarely, you know, give you numbers. Right. And I think a couple of things change, right? So we got a house. So we used $3,000 to get a house. But even in getting the house, it was several years before we got our first rental property. And so in those several years, we're growing, we're changing, we're learning. And real estate didn't come to mind for quite a while. Real estate didn't come to mind till we were paying off our debt. And how did you stumble on that real estate, Shire? I remember you presented that to me. How, how did you think about? How, how did you come about that? I don't know. I don't know if I was just skimming YouTube, and I probably came across a YouTube video. I think I used to watch Bigger Pockets a lot, and and I was like, man, I could probably do that, and. The thing with real estate was that I got the idea to pull the equity out of our home before I knew that it was actually a thing. So what we used was a HELOC, a home equity line of credit, and we used that to purchase our first rental cash. So that goes back to we were growing as individuals. We were growing, expanding our knowledge, um, 
and just really looking towards the future after becoming debt free not just I'm debt free that's the end but I'm debt free now what and as we have grown we have come to understand that true financial freedom isn't debt freedom but it's passive income because once you get out of debt you still have your bills right you still have your your garbage you still have your electricity you still have to buy your kids things Um, you still have bills and with passive income those bills you know are taken care of and so we were able to start to generate some streams of passive income through real estate absolutely guys so we wanted to just drop this podcast on you just to serve as a bit of inspiration and motivation just to let you know that it's okay uh, to not copy someone's blueprint but it's okay to make your own blueprint and to do your thing and to run your race absolutely absolutely and you know we work with couples and families and um, through our coaching business and I have clients that are going to do exceedingly you know uh, above you know even some of the financial goals that we've been able to accomplish and I think it's great I think it's wonderful and I think that you know just stay with the journey I think I would say don't get discouraged keep your eyes on the prize don't look at what someone else is doing what someone else has said you know just stay focused and stay the course stay the course because you can do it absolutely guys we hope you enjoyed this episode We'll holler at you guys next time. Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and rate this particular podcast on whatever platform you're streaming this. Rate this five stars. Write great reviews. Anything that you can do to help us, we really, truly appreciate it. All right? So for Black, Married, and Debt Free, this is Marcus Murray signing off. Until next time, all right? I'll let you guys later. Peace.